Hello there and welcome to a brand new episode of What Are You Talking About? I'm so excited to say that today's guest is Jamie Simmons, a six times CrossFit Games athlete and former third fittest individual and team on earth. After two years off, Jamie returned to the Games this year, but unfortunately had to withdraw on the last day of competition due to an elbow injury. Since recording this episode, Jamie announced that she underwent surgery for a UCL repair and we are wishing her all the best for a speedy recovery. But we chatted so much about all of her experience with the Games and beyond. As always, don't forget to like, rate and subscribe to be the first to hear all about our new episodes and content. Enjoy! Jamie, thank you so, so much for joining me. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, thank you for having me. Of course. Um, it's so nice. You're in the UK at the moment. I know you've been here for a few weeks after the Games. You like keep super busy within the UK community. Um, I know you've been doing a lot with Noble and everything. How's it all been um, with all your classes and the like women's group? How's it all been? Good. So it's, yeah, it's, it's one of those things after the Games, you sort of... Um... You know, it's everything sort of comes down training wise and you want to, it is a good time to relax and rest, but as well with uh, me and Elliot, we find it's a really good time to sort of actually almost get back to what we used to do with like coaching, um, you know, seeing different gyms around the UK and we're not always in the UK. We sort of go between here and the Middle East. So it's nice when we are here to be able to cover a few different places and yeah, see the whole community because as well, that's where, you know, that's where it all started for us as well. So um, no, it is nice going back and just coaching and sort of taking that athlete hat off as well. It's a really nice break. Yeah, I can imagine. And I have to ask, like, how are you doing? How's the elbow? Obviously there was a withdrawal, which we'll talk about um, later on, but how are you doing kind of health-wise? Yeah, so that's also what's made this trip really busy because we're like, oh, it's cool. We can catch up with friends, family and all that when we're in the UK. But it's literally been like, I need to get an appointment here. I need to go up north to see someone here. So that has made it a bit more hectic and a bit more unplanned, unknown what we're doing, um, which is frustrating. But, you know, it is what it is. You deal with it. And I shouldn't complain too much because Elliot is so onto it. Like my personal admin, admin man, everything. So um yeah, he's, you know, the stress goes on to him, but he's been so good. Um, so I've seen quite a few people about it. And at the moment, I've been advised just to rehab um, rather than surgery. So it is a bit of a funny one for me because I've been through this before with my shoulder, like, you know, don't get surgery and then doesn't go well. But, you know, I've had a few people saying it, it's it will heal. You just need to make sure you rehab it right. So at the moment, I'm sort of just letting it rest because it does need to heal first and then I'll start up the rehab in probably a few weeks I'm still doing some stuff but start up the rehab then and then this like it is off season so I can take my time so I'm ready for next year so I'm just going to be smart this time around and really you know take it slow and listen to the people around me so it is it is tough but uh, hopefully we're on the mend it's feeling better but it's one of those things that you never know until later down the line and as long as I you know follow protocol hopefully it's good to go yeah it must be so hard as well because it's so, it's what you're used to right and you can't go back into routine and go back into normal stuff does it also feel a little bit deja vu from like the shoulder and everything yeah yes and no like it does in in terms of you know they give you these options of this or that and I've said that to like every surgeon I've seen I'm like look I've tried that done this before and you know four months later I had to get surgery anyway and they're like well we can't you know we can't say it's gonna not not need it later but um 
it's one of those things that a lot of the surgeons have been like we really advise you not to because it's not like it will heal um it's just that crossfit is one of those crazy sports that throws your body in every position mm -hmm. but i think it's been really good to now it sort of gives me an opportunity to focus on some other imbalances throughout my body which i don't know may have led to that so yes give me a bit of a kick up the bum to you know sort other things out hips calves things like that yeah amazing well hopefully it'll all be good and yeah. we'll be seeing you back out there soon um Thank i you. start with everyone i'd love to know like going back because it's been like you've been in the sport for what 10 years now ish like just about how did you find crossfit um so back in 2013 my mum actually bought me like a six-week uh pass just to go to the gym basically um I didn't love it straight away I was like oh yeah it's all right you know I'm, I train enough at rugby so I went a few times a week um but then yeah it sort of started like a few few of my friends did it and um I would go and train with them and then you sort of start getting better at the movements like I always like the gymnastic stuff but when you can start learning to lift a bit better and things like that um I sort of you know got into it a bit more and then um again I had an injury back then snapped my Achilles like two months into CrossFit I was like great um but then sort of about six months later I competed in the open and went through that process and made it to uh regionals which is now semi-finals um in Australia so that sort of kicked it all off and then from there went over to the Middle East to work and ended up coaching there and I think it just all sort of started to snowball from from there yeah that's so crazy that you like was it your first open and you qualified yeah yeah I did start like what like June the year before so it was kind of like you know six months but but yeah it was I think it was because it was an open with quite a bit of gymnastics and I was like perfect yeah, well, <laughs> no heavy lifting <laughs> I love that I'm the I'm the opposite I'm like give yeah. me one with no gymnastics and yeah no yeah like it's just it's crazy because I remember being at regionals and I PR'd my hang snatch and I snatched like 120 pounds so what's that like 52 kilos or something and it was a PR and that was it like regional so it would never be like that now so it's just you know just crazy to see how the sport's changed it is and I love watching back like old regionals and things and you're like <laughs> well they wouldn't even qualify to that now like no 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 yeah it is crazy it's pretty cool yeah it's really really cool to see how it's established and like grown um, and then obviously 2016, like you won the Open and went to the game. Did you, one, I suppose, did you expect to even be like in the realm of winning? How was it like when you get to that third or fourth workout and you're like, oh, okay, I'm kind of at the top. How was all that? It's funny. I don't really remember that much. Like I, I remember I used to just love doing workouts and we had a pretty good crew at Yes that sort of we all trained together every so often but we'd do the open workouts together and you know had Sabine, Tammy, Arami like and they'd push you in workouts and I don't think like I never went into it being like I want to win the open like I was going team that year and it was just like get through the workouts um I don't think I repeated any of them till like week four when we were like oh well, I'm doing really well at that you know let's try to do this one again um and then the last one I had to do again because Elliot mucked up the video um <laughs> that's right but um yeah I'm not holding on to that <laughs> yeah it was one of those ones like it was just five workouts and I don't know I went really hard on them I was obviously quite fit at that point and it is different because it's like it's online you're at the gym you know that you're comfortable at um but it was cool just to know that yeah I have that fitness to push like that there was also I kind of remember if there was a lift that year so that might have helped 
I think it might have been at the end of a workout. So I was like, that works better for me. Um, but yeah, no, I, I never really like put my mind to that. And it was pretty cool in the end, but um, I sort of went on with the year as it was and competed on team anyway. Had you already planned to do team before the Open? Like, had you were you all ready to go in? Yeah, yeah. So we had, because we competed team in 2015 and then we got disqualified because apparently one of the girls came like six days late or something that we didn't know about. So we, you know, we got second at uh, regionals and we we're going to go to the games and they were like, no, you're going to be, you're disqualified. Like someone had told them about it and we didn't even know that. So it's not like we did it, you know, out of trying to cheat or whatever. Um, so we were pretty disappointed with that. So that's why we were like, right, we need to do this again, do it properly and went into that again in 2016. Was there any part of you when you won the Open that you were like, oh, I could go individual? No, not yeah. at all. Yeah, I'm not like, I've committed to people, I've committed. Mm -hmm. And also like, I was like, it's, you know, there's one thing winning the Open, but it's a whole different ball game, going to regionals, competing, you know, on that stage and then as well, making it to the games. And I just wasn't like, the experience I got in team taught me so much for the year after. Yeah. And I yeah. think you see it a lot now. I One thing, and I say it a lot, I don't think people realise how good you have to be to be on a team. Like, yeah. still, these people can compete into it. Like, they are so good. But I think we have this kind of, particularly when you're out of it, you kind of have this notion that, oh, no, they're on teams. They're not as fit. But they yeah. really are. <laughs> like, yeah, like, fitter. And if anything, it's like the pressures as well. Like, yeah. Some people think it's more pressure as individual because um, mm. you're out there on your own or whatever. But sometimes on a team, you're like, I don't want to let these guys down. You know, if I miss a snatch for myself, too bad, whatever. You know, it's for me. Um, but when you're like doing it for the team, sometimes it's a different stress and you're like, this is, you know, it's a bit more on the line. So um, it's, it's you know, it's different. It's both are fun, but they both have got their um, opposite challenges. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Going in then 2017, does it help that you you've been to like the arena, you know what it's like, you yeah. kind of like how did you feel? And also I suppose at what point did you make the decision to go individual? Was it straight after the games? Like, yeah, how did like you kind of figure it out. Because when we competed team, it was a six-person team, and it's like it's a big feat having six people going after the same thing for two years, basically, mm -hmm. um, and having everyone train together and everyone with the same goal. Um, like that's tough to keep people motivated. So it was almost like we get this done, and we knew that was sort of you know we we got third at the games, and then we were like, cool, now we move on. You know, we've had that moment. So couple like I think Anthony and Sving when they got married had a baby me and Elliot carried on to individual and the other guys carried on coaching and working so we sort of went our separate ways all still in Abu Dhabi um but yeah it was like me and Elliot were pretty keen to crack on and try individual from there and I mean it worked out pretty well yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah well. still going and it's like 2017 was such a cool games and I think mm, it, it was, was. This point um like it's really cool and I love that where the documentaries kind of started like 2015 as well for anyone who's starting CrossFit now or is quite new to it they can go back and watch it and see mm. like how cool the atmosphere was and everything how like did you I suppose you just just spoke about pressures of team to individual did you feel more or less going in like to your because technically it was your rookie year yeah yeah so how was it going in like the pressure it's funny, I don't remember it too much. Like I remember 2017, like there was 
a lot of hype around it because it was the first time I went individual and it was like, will she be fine as individual? But I think you sort of go into it knowing like if I, you know, I'll do what I can. If I make it, I make it. If I don't, I don't. Um, and like it was a hard region because I remember that was when Meridian region was with Europe. Um, so it was pretty cool competing against. It was like, you know, obviously my first regional was against like Annie and Kristen Holte, Briggsy, all that lot. So that was pretty cool. But you just sort of had to crack on and do what you could. Um, and then the games, I think you go in, the, the great thing about the first your first year at the games, there is no pressure. Like you're going to the games, like every workout's going to be different. You just got to, you know, trust, the, trust your training and sort of crack on with that. But I was excited for it because I knew that if I could get to the games, and it's sort of like this every year for me, it's like the events almost suit me better. It's like there's outdoor stuff, there's stuff you've got to adapt to, not stuff that's just in a gym where you can practice it for like three weeks before you compete. Mm. I think I find that a lot better if it's a workout, we find it now out, you know, 20 minutes before and then you compete. I mm. think I prefer that a lot more. So um, when I actually got to the games, I was like, you know, you never, you never know, like this may be your one and only year, so enjoy it. And I think... Like, I remember the first, obviously the first event ever in um, the Coliseum was Amanda and I didn't expect to win that. And then, but it's just one of those things when you trust yourself, you just go for it. Yeah, it's so cool. Like watching as well. And there's always events that people win and no one expects. And even like you watch back Amanda and you hear the commentary and even like until the last like 30 seconds, they're like, oh no, she's going to win it. Like, yeah yeah I didn't think I was either I was failing bloody snatches <laughs> are you when you're like on the floor do you hear that around you do you know where you're at like you know, yeah you, you do a little bit but sort of as well you just got to stay focused on what you're doing as well so you hear it a bit but then as well you want to stay where you are but as well it's nice to know who's around because you know where to push more or where to hold where to hold back a little bit um yeah it's good to have sort of eyes everywhere but as well know what you're doing mm -hmm. Yeah, that was, I really, I, 2017 is one of them games that I watched back and I think they had some of the best events. Hmm. A lot of people say that, like, they look back and I just remember my legs being trashed, but um, looking back, they were like events that so many of them were so fun. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you had like the hay bales or you had the obstacle course or, you know, we had the bike and the swim and run. Yeah, it was a really good year and I don't know, the events were really fun. Yeah, it's so it was really really fun to watch. I might even go watch that documentary yeah, later yeah. Just, just to like relive just it. For a throwback. <laughs> yeah, and um, when you are like going into twenty seventeen, are you had you planned just for that year, or were you going right? Okay, this is it. Now I'm gonna go individual for the next few years. I'm gonna keep competing, or do you go year by year? Yeah, I think year by year. Like you sort of take it as it comes. Because to be honest, after twenty seventeen, I that was when I first had my first shoulder at surgery so so you can have all these plans I was doing I think I was doing the DFC qualifier and hurt my shoulder and you know in November then I had to have surgery so then from there it was like well I just need to try get back for February like you got to take it this is one of those things you make all these plans it's like what I've done this year like you make these plans I'm like I really want to compete at Rogue or whatever but something gets thrown you know hits you in the face and you got to deal with it so it's one of those things that you don't want to plan too far ahead um but it is nice knowing that you've got those options like next year, you know, I could go individual, but it's just almost for me, which I've now learned is just sort of focus on what you're doing. You know, if it's off season, focus on that and then sort of make your plan from there. Cause it is yeah. tough when you're like, I really wanted to compete in this, but obviously now I can't. Yeah. And, it's, and there's so much now, especially right. That goes on in the off season as well. 
like before mm. there wasn't a lot whereas now there's so many cool things um I want to because there's something I want to ask about but I'll I'll jump I'll go back chronologically first so like obviously 2018 2019 games I'll jump in the 2019 because obviously that was a, I can imagine a very special year for you again a very different games like yeah watching that everything changed that year um even to the sense of having like just 10 people on on the last day how was that experience for you as a whole that year obviously had a great outcome um but in general that year how was it I think like that whole year 2019 was when I enjoyed CrossFit the most probably just and that's obviously showed in how I performed at the end um, it was almost like 2018, I had a bit of a, not a hiccup, but like it got, after 17, I was like, I'm going to take this a bit more seriously or like, you know, you know, nail in on a few things. And it almost got a bit like serious for me or a bit like just CrossFit. Whereas for me, I find it a lot better if I'm, you know, doing things that I enjoy outside the gym and it's not as serious. I'm, but like, obviously you have your moments where you've got to knuckle down. But as well, I need that joy and that helps me compete. And in 2018, I almost like just got to the end of the season. I was like, oh, I'm a bit over it now. So I think 2019 sorted that out and like had a bit of a life outside of it and built into the games and I just really, really enjoyed it. So then when I got there and it's one of those things that was so unknown for everyone that I literally just took it workout by workout. It was like, right, I need to be in the top 75 on the first one. Next one, I need to be in the top 50 and just sort of take it like that. And then, you know, it gets to the top two I'm like oh sweet I'm finishing the whole weekend now so then from there it's just workout on workout so I think it was quite it was tough because like a lot of people you know were complaining about it or weren't pleased with this and that because you know people getting cut um the programming was this and that but you know it's always like people always complaining about something Mm -hmm. um but yeah it was tough like seeing people sort of you know get cut out I think it could have been kept to 20 like kind of like what they did this year Mm-hmm. um because 10 is quite a small number um so yeah that was I think maybe the 20 should have been carried through to Sunday but otherwise like again fun events really enjoyed like especially some of the um you know the original workouts like uh, it wasn't wasn't Cindy was it the other I even forget the name of it the handstand push-up one. Oh yeah uh, Mary Mary yeah yeah, yeah. So, like having those ones in there yeah. I think that was really cool and yeah it was just the whole seat I, I really liked the um sanctional thing because you could compete where yeah. you wanted I got to go back to Australia and compete and yeah it just made it a really fun year so um it was a good year to have before 2020 I guess yeah. <laughs> I know right because that that year and it's weird because it seems so long ago yeah <laughs> like it was yesterday yeah and I remember watching because was it the I can't remember if it was Rogue or the games was it the games you had to do the workouts at this in the same time as everyone else so you were doing them at like 2 a.m that was Rogue Rogue yeah yeah. I remember watching that and being like there it's the middle of the night yeah yeah while in lockdown we had to sleep in the gym yeah because what happened because you couldn't leave was it did you have like a curfew so you literally yeah after, yeah after 8 p.m you had to be home or obviously not driving around so it was like and I think my times were between like maybe like 10 p.m and 1 a.m yeah for a road um or maybe a bit earlier um so yeah so it was just like we do the workouts and then we sleep in the nutrition room <laughs> yeah. at least you had a really, yeah um because yeah 2020 and I can imagine Coming out of 2019 was like a, a third place finish. Yeah. You're surely running on adrenaline to be like 
I can do that again or like what do you instantly think right okay cool next year I'm gonna go to podium again and then it all kind of comes crashing it's down because after 2019 I took a bit of time off and traveled a bit we also we did compete in DFC but traveled before that as well probably not the best idea but then 2020 in January me and Elliot got married so that was like a big time off training we went to New Zealand obviously got married traveled around for like a month and then so like conveniently that was just before the world shut down um so we had this big trip and then came back and then yeah cranked into training um obviously crack on with 2020 as every other year and then everything changed but it was almost like like obviously I wanted to compete at the games and stuff but it wasn't I was so happy that I had all that time off during you know the off season like you know we traveled we saw the world whatever um then when we came back yeah I was like you know I head down 2020 I'm gonna do rogue I'm gonna do games all this um and then it got shut down and yeah just it kind of like I found it tough how long it dragged out like you know you have your season and you prepared to compete in the games end of July start of August and we didn't until when was it I think it was like September middle of September or something and that was the part I found the hardest not so much the start it was just the like season still going especially when you sort of like aiming for that peak mm-hmm. um I found that quite tough so so I am pleased that we did the the bit at the start but yeah that that year didn't go as well as planned but it's one of those things you know you live and you learn are you stuck at a plateau and without a recent pb mergs has you covered bringing you the highest performance crossfit and weightlifting equipment on the market Mergs is your secret weapon to set a new best. Whether that's knee sleeves, grips or tape, Mergs has everything you need to stay protected and performing. Head over to mergs.com now and save 15% on all orders with the code WAD15. And it's interesting what you said earlier as well about like them workouts that you do in your own gym that you kind of don't have to adapt to as much as something that you get told right before. And that was that, right? You were in your own gym. It's, yeah. It couldn't really do a bunch of fun, exciting stuff because no one had it. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I think like the probably the most adventurous thing they did was like the handstand hold or something like yeah. that. It was a, yeah. It was so different. Um, and then I suppose, and as you say, you don't think about that, I suppose, as a spectator, like how long your season is. Yeah. And um, it was very... The tough thing about Abu Dhabi as well is we were obviously like August, September still kind of summer. Like at the moment in Abu Dhabi, it's like 50 degrees. So when that workout came up with the running outside, I was like, I literally couldn't even do that in the middle of the night. It's that hot. So we have like an atrium at Yes and I an 80 meter trick that I had to do the 400 meter run on. And it had to be like round one and a half and then back, or two and a half, then back two and a half. I was like this is crazy like there was just nowhere else that I couldn't go outside and do it so um yeah just little things like that made it a bit tougher but as well like you know you need to adapt to those workouts online there's nothing that different to the open Mm -hmm. um but yeah just I found it tough by that point I'm not surprised I like the thought of running in that heat (laughs) yeah 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 inside it was fine it was AC it was just the circles got a bit a bit much (laughs) a bit draining yeah yeah (laughs) and then I suppose yeah it's weird even thinking about the 2020 games because they seem like such a blur they almost feel like they didn't happen from even like a fan perspective um and then I suppose like the last two years 
not including this year, this season just gone, have been a bit of a whirlwind for you in terms mm. of surgery and not going to the games. How has it kind of changed your, or has it changed your perspective on things and with your goals at all? Yeah, I think like so after 2021, when I hurt my shoulder, like that was like the fittest I'd ever felt. Like we'd moved to the UK to be full-time athletes, um, sort of had everything in line. Um, we still kind of locked down in here, so that was a bit, you know, whatever. But um, yeah, body felt good, obviously wasn't, and then dislocated my shoulder. So obviously I was out for the season, and that was like, that sucked because I came here, we came here to do that. I didn't have much of a life outside the gym. Um, I also know that it was pretty tough on Elliot too because he had to deal with it all as well and that made his season hard um, and then again getting surgery later in the year because the rehab didn't work so well for me um, yeah it was it was a tough year but like there was also good things that came out of it I enjoyed training in a different way and then afterwards it's, the rehab was tough but afterwards it's sort of like you begin to appreciate when your body is working and that was the thing that like really got me this year because I was like I was at the games you know I was so I was like so appreciative of my body working like you know it's feeling good there was like I got to that Sunday morning obviously I'd hurt my elbow and I was like I feel great I could do another three days but obviously my arm was not great um so I think it's one of those things you start to appreciate your body working everything clicking together and then sometimes the world has other plans for you and something else breaks but it's one of those things that I think in perspective like now that it's done it's you know it is a bit bittersweet but I do when I am training I'm like I'm so glad I can do this again even if I'm not competing even just the training part um it's nice having a working body yeah does it help as well I suppose like as you say like having a life out of the gym when because when you're in it I, I can I mean even for like people like me or people that just go to class like everyone talks about yes CrossFit is such a community but also that you know everyone says oh, it's a bit of a cult sometimes because you can get so immersed in it and I can mm -hmm. imagine as an athlete that's like completely magnified did it help you or did you at all focus more on that life outside of CrossFit during that time when yeah it was tough because like I didn't know a lot of people when we moved so it was like you needed to almost build that up again um and I think I didn't we didn't realize how much we had that in Abu Dhabi that we did outside the gym like even just being a coach as well that's a different you put on a different hat and then you you're a different person so I think I missed that a lot I did try to build that back up again um easier said than done but I think now we focus on that balance a bit more like and this year I'm really hoping well I'm going to head home for like Christmas and maybe a bit of January as well like have a good stint at home and it's one of those things when I go back to New Zealand people know me as Jamie not like CrossFit Jamie so I really you know I can be a different person there and just sort of crack on with life in a different way obviously still training and stuff but I'm not known just for CrossFit so I think breaks like that really help you reset and then when you are in the season you can just head down and go for it yeah absolutely because it is so much um and then I suppose I'll, I'll kind of skip a little bit because this last year has been there's been so much gone on um mm. when you knew you were kind of back ready to go 2023 season at what point because obviously technically the open starts in March which is when the season starts at what point do you switch on for the season um 
I would say probably around quarters. So you sort of like, you know, that bit's a bit more serious. It's stressful because you're trying to do your video and your measurements and then put your video in and get it cleared. That's like the most stressful part. So I think that bit sort of starts you off and then you sort of, you know, have a few days relax afterwards. And then from there, I find the training leading up to semis, the most like the toughest part. So obviously that you need to qualify through semis. So you really need to knuckle down then. So it's about quarterfinals time, I'd say. Yeah. Does it help because one comp that I like physically can't not ask you about, you obviously did one of Palooza at the beginning of the year um, mm-hmm. with Laura and Gabby, probably one of the coolest Waterpaloozas to watch from a fan perspective, I think, having mm-hmm. the teams. But obviously you hadn't competed on a big stage in a while. Like, did, did that help going back into that to kind of kick the year off and kick the season off? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And even being around like like-minded people like it was still like pretty fun like we weren't really serious but it was nice just seeing how those girls train and sort of just cracking on with training with you know people that you enjoy hanging out with um so that was really good and then even just in the competition situation and like I said with teams sometimes you go into things like I don't want to let them down or like I don't know if I can do this but you've got two girls backing you up being like no you got this and it sort of like, you know, reminds you that, yeah, you're the, you're just as strong as them. You're just well, not quite, but you're just as like, you can compete the same as them. Um, and it's nice just having that back up behind you. So uh, yeah, it was a good way to, and it was also nice watching the individuals and not having to do it and then cracking on with the, um, with the team. So it was, yeah, it was a really fun start. And then obviously great to win it as well. <laughs> yeah. How did that come about? Because obviously they train together and have for years. Yeah. How did you kind of get involved in that? Well, we, so last year we competed in Madrid with Christoph, uh, Laura's brother, Ian Gabby's boyfriend. So we competed with him and Mia and then we were talking to Christoph and he was like, do you want to come over and do, because I think Elliot was almost going to do team with them as well, but then he got injured. Um, and then, so we said to Gabby and Laura if they wanted to do a team. Yeah. Amazing. It was It was really fun to watch. And it did look like, because I know you obviously said you were going for fun. How, do, like, do you put pressure on yourself? Because it was it was quite close, particularly like the last day. Yeah. There's a lot yeah. of big competition. Like, were you, did you go in wanting to win? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. Mm-hmm. So, of course, we wanted to win. Um, yeah, there was a few events that went well. There was a few events that didn't go so well. And it's also tough in team because, like, you know it's harder for judges you know there's a lot more going on um some of the standards are a bit confusing uh, you know like the judges are volunteers you know there's going to be a bit of this and that so it always comes down to that as well um and as well like there's so many good athletes out there and then the teams you know it's all so close so um yeah there's always you know it's going to be close and you know you got to work hard but um but yeah we wanted we went in there wanting to win and it did get very close and we were very lucky <laughs> yeah, I think that final workout no one knew what was going on no like, no, that lady no no clue yeah was it hard slotting in with them or had you trained a lot with them prior because obviously they train a lot together was it hard yeah. being that kind of additional member when you haven't had all that past experience training with them yeah, well, it's funny because, like, um, obviously we went over maybe, like, a week or 10 days before to train and we all trained together. But it's funny because they're very, like, um, less structured and just sort of do CrossFit. Whereas, like, um, like Ant, my coach, will it'll be more of, like, a progression up and, like, you know, he's got 
uh, periodization a lot more. And so when I actually got there, they were just so like, oh, you know, we'll do, we might do this, we might do that. But whereas Ant had like ridden me pro training um, and obviously leading up to a comp, it's very important sort of like how you structure it. And so they were like, oh, we'll just, and they just jumped in on mine pretty much. And then the workouts come out and we practice them. So we just sort of like played it by ear, but it was well nice having that structure from what Ant had given me. But yeah, it's just crazy. Like they obviously follow Krypton and stuff, but they're just so like they just do CrossFit and they're just so good at it. So yeah, it's pretty cool to see just, you know, two girls just sort of crack on and get it done. Mm. And did it help because you then pre-games this year went and trained with them for a bit, right? So did it yeah. was quite nice to be back in that environment again? Yeah. So we didn't do like heaps of training together because obviously we're on different programs. We did a few workouts with them. Um, but a lot of this stuff they do is like you go, I go. So it's not like, you know, head on all the time. Um, and I do the running and swimming sessions with them. But it was nice just being like you know get into a routine you know you train at this time rest at this time train at this time it's nice sort of being with people that are in that same sort of mindset at the time of year um and krypton's an awesome gym and yeah those create a good environment it was really fun even if like you know say they're lifting over here and i'm doing my workout here it's still such a good environment to be in yeah i can imagine it looked so fun i was like mm, oh, yeah yeah so there were some long days but it was yeah. fun I can imagine I you guys like travel a lot and as you said like you've lived in different places you've done different like regional sanctions how much of an impact do you think where you are like impacts your training for me I think it's huge like being in the warmth for me is just a, like a no-brainer and I learned that once I moved here and I'm gonna and... say oh my gosh it just this is yeah I don't even know if it's like not the sunlight or your body takes so long to warm up or and I also really like between sessions getting out going you know to the beach or something like that like quite an outdoors person only when it's warm um so I think for someone like me it makes a big difference for someone like Elliot he's just like I just want somewhere where there's a gym and I have a routine and I can eat the food so I think it depends for each person um but as well if you know a place that really you know you thrive in then that's where you should be you know, there's no point in fighting it. Yeah, I love that you say that, and it's August and freezing. Yeah, I know. Oh. There's a little bit of sun today just come yeah. through. Well, I go. mean, I'm sat here with a blanket over me. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's the UK is probably not the best place to train if you want the warmth, but yeah, maybe yeah. occasionally. Learn that now. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll Should... come. I'll come just for the summer months. Yeah, I mean that doesn't even guarantee it though. To be fair, but. No, no you know you marry it you marry a Brit that's what you get yeah I know right don't worry I'll be dragging him to New Zealand yeah I mean he Probably. got the sweeter end of the deal there getting to go yeah. to New Zealand <laughs> but yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> um no it's great and so 2023 games which has seems like it was quite a while ago now but literally was just a few weeks ago um mad to say that like it was your first in-person game since 2019 because mm -hmm. obviously yeah yeah when we went into medicine it felt like that I was like it's been a long time since mm -hmm. we've been here are you really glad you got to go back that it was the last year in Madison yeah definitely I think it's been such a good spot to have the games like you've got the weather's good um the stadium's amazing and like it was really nice going back to the Coliseum um and yeah it's nice when you just know how the system works you know, you go back, like it had been four years since I've been there, but 
you know, chickens pretty much the same, well, apart from it was noble, um, you know, being out in the North Field as much the same, being in the Coliseum was cool again. So, yeah, I was really pleased I got to go back for that. Yeah, and I suppose it was your first year on Boz's programming. So how did yeah. you find that? Did you did you find it a noticeable difference? Yeah, I uh, some workouts. I enjoyed it. I think, like... It was a bit tough. Some of them were really close together, but I don't think that was because of his program. I think it might have been because of, you know, TV stuff. Mm -hmm. um, so that was a little bit stressful of like the turnaround to get into the next event. Um, you know, you got to be here, you got to be there, and then we're taking you now. So that was a little bit of a rush. Um, but yeah, so the workouts were fun. There was some that like I thought, like even that um, the rope climb one. Mm -hmm. when I saw that the other the year before or like before I did the workout I was like this is going to be a really good workout like it's cool but it was almost like it wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be it was one of those ones that everything was such like a grind that you had to go slower than like it was almost like if you made the kettlebells a bit lighter it would actually be a harder workout or yeah. if that like it was just like everything was just a grindy movement um so yeah, there were some that were like that, but then some obviously it was I thought the handstand one was quite cool, something different, the skill one. Um the lift obviously didn't love it. <laughs> but you know, people got hyped for it, so whatever. Um and I think the last day was really cool. So I was pretty gutted I missed that one. Yeah, I can imagine. Do you mm. like obviously you had an event win uh with Helena, Helena, however people pronounce it differently. How was that to have so your first event win since 2017, mm -hmm. another like benchmark workout. Mm -hmm. How was that? It was cool. Like um, I didn't go into it expecting to win. Um, I knew it was going to be a fast workout. And the workout before it, I was like really annoyed with. It didn't go as I'd hoped. Um, so I think I sort of went into it knowing like, you know, these you love these movements, just go for it and see how it ends up um and as well the girls in my heat were good runners so I was like you know use this um and yeah and it was just a workout like I went for it in the first round and then I was out front I was like oh no you can't, you can't fuck it up now so it was just one of those ones where you just got to push so it was really fun and it was cool to be in the Coliseum again and yeah win, a, win an event but it's just tough because obviously we were it wasn't the top heat it was the second last heat so then afterwards we watched you know out back and I was like come on please time hang in there and yeah, it was cool that it did and that I was you literally took the words out of my mouth of what I was going to ask you do you sit and watch and be like I could win this event like are you waiting for are you like that time's ticking over and you're just like Ugh. yeah yeah but why was that time I've never really done that before but like some of the other events like say you know if I wasn't in the top heat we'd wait especially if we're with Christoph and Laura and Gabby and that they were in the other heat so me and I would wait for them um and watch that last heat but yeah for that one I was like oh please you know we'll see we'll see how we go yeah well I the heat the, the I don't know if you've seen it but there was a like a savannah app this year where people could basically put who they wanted to win each event which was really yeah. really cool so thanks for my points because I had you down for that event. really yeah so there, there you we go. go we had That's... we had people I mean Thank I didn't do very well on anyone else but that one worked thank you thank you have you had me backed I did um but yeah I didn't do very well on anything else a few events <laughs> but it was it was a really cool thing to get fans involved in like because yeah. you can, obviously normally it it's a whatsapp group and you're like oh I think this person but yeah it was a really really cool, app. cool. yeah um, I like that yeah so 
can we talk about the lifting event then because obviously it was the event that made you withdraw um how do you process all that like on the floor do you like what happened I suppose for anyone who hasn't know your story like you withdrew due to an elbow injury that happened during that lift but from kind of your side what happened and how like how were you yeah it's a tough one because like so I did my opening lift it was fine 160 whatever nothing amazing um I don't love snatches for a starter just because of history there and then me and Elliot agreed that we were going that I was going to go once in five after that which is what I had at semi-finals it was fine actually went for 185 twice at semis but failed it um so I was like 175 should be fine should be able to get it for me I find it quite hard if it's five minutes waiting and then do a lift um but you know I was like it should be fine I was like I've got 20 seconds if I miss the first one I'll go for it the second time well that's quite a lot of work to do in 20 seconds and then I do the first one fail it in front of me and then go for the second one and I must just dive under it you know dive and pray um and I don't fail much behind me anymore because the shoulder's so tight, so it kind of sits a little bit in front. And then I fail behind, so obviously that put a lot of pressure on my elbow. And just as I caught it, it was like behind me and it just crunched. And I jumped forward and I was like, shit, I could have been worse. You know, we've seen my bit of broke, could have been worse. Yeah. But like I knew sort of straight away, I was like, that was a pretty big crunch and it was pretty sore. So then from there, obviously I had another five minutes till the lift, but I wasn't allowed to touch the bar and I was like, I could see Al on the stand. I was like, what do I do? And he was like, you know, try a few push-ups, try handstands. I was like on the platform doing push-ups, very sore. Push-ups was very sore. The handstand was fine. So it was like, so then I just kept the same weight on the bar and just did like a power clean and jerk just to see if I could do it. That was fine. Um, but this was like very uncomfortable in this position on my elbow. So then I just did 205 for the second lift, clean and jerk. And again, saw here, fine in the jerk. Um, and then obviously that was it. But it's funny because then I still I didn't even get last in the lift. I was like, even with those lifts, you know, it was really frustrating seeing that now. I was like, I should have. It's one of those things you can't say in hindsight. Like, I wish I just didn't stress about the snatch and just hit something like really easy. Like maybe my opener, be done with it, whatever. Um, and then go for it on my clean and jerk. Because like I was going to open maybe at like 220 and try hit 235. But I'm like, well, that would have been so much better than you know, my 15 pounds difference on the snatch, but you can't say that now. Mm -hmm. And it's one of those things, like, I don't know why it happened. Like my body felt great. I've never had elbow problems. And it was just one of those things that just, it, like, even now it still goes through my head. Like, why did that happen? You know, um, with my shoulder and stuff, I've always been like, you know, I've, I've had an ugly shoulder for ages. You know, I've gone through lots of shoulder injuries. This was waiting to happen, but with my elbow, it's just been really frustrating trying to work out why, why that happened because my body felt great and I don't push it on snatches anymore and yeah I was like I've hit that weight so it is still frustrating but I'm now kind of seeing maybe it might have been because of compensation somewhere else um and I'm gonna that's what I think I'm gonna focus on for the next six months is just trying to get rid of those you know so I don't have any more in the future and it's like I'm gonna obviously rehab my elbow see how that goes but there's just no point pushing it. If I get to, I don't know, start of set the season next year and I'm like, this is not right, then I might have to decide something else. So again, no plans. I want to compete next year, but I just got to take it as it comes. Yeah. But yeah, that lifting event will probably 
tick over in my mind for a long long time I can imagine it was it was interesting you say about, about the handstand thing so I remember watching and you could kind of see you in the background and I think even like from a uh, spectator point you're going oh that's that's a something's proper wrong because obviously sometimes you do lift right and you think oh it's just a twinge mm-hmm. then it's fine but then when you feel it in something else and it's gone at, um, at what point did you decide withdrawing was going to be like your and I think you put on Instagram like risk versus reward, right? So at what yeah. point did you decide that withdrawing was going to be for you? So Sunday morning, I went to the brief and everything, got my rope, the skipping rope and all that. I was very sorted and actually trying Um, And then we obviously the workout was 35 muscle ups and I was like, okay, I'll warm up. You know, I'll get it strapped. I actually got cleared to compete because they said it was actually pretty stable. Um, warm up you know, do all the shoulder stuff, whatever, and then try build up to a muscle up. But then Elliot, like I couldn't even do a pull up. I couldn't do like the bottom of a push up was really sore. And I was like, he was like, look, you need to, if you're going to do it, you need to go into it and just go for it and not think about your elbow. And I was like, well, that's not going to happen. And he's like, we well, got 35 muscle ups to do. I was like, I know my favorite movement. Um, so then it was just like, I'm like, I'm not, I'm going to be thinking about it out there. I'm not like, and as well, you don't know what the next two events are. I'm like, mm-hmm. like I could get through this and then it's like P-bar dips or, you know, something with like overhead lunges. It wouldn't have been great. So mm-hmm. it was kind of like, it's just not worth it. So yeah, it was pretty tough pulling out, but knowing that you know, it was movements I just couldn't do. So yes. it, was what it, is. it was, yeah yeah and then again I was still thinking why did I do that snatch <laughs> yeah I suppose hindsight's a wonderful thing right you, you yeah. can't tell um yeah. apart from obviously having to withdraw on the injury like looking back were you happy with your games performance because like you were on track for an amazing finish and yeah. like how how did you feel about the weekend kind of taking that out of it I think it was one of those things that like since I haven't been back for four years in my mind I was really like am I still up there with the best like 2020 was the last time I competed I can't remember if I got 11th or 12th but like online what's online um and I was kind of like you know am I especially because like semi-finals has been so hard for me the last two years like Australia's you know put up a good fight and you got to be top three and you're like what if I get to the games and I'm like nowhere near where anyone is now so I think knowing that I can still be a top 10 athlete and that when you get to the games it's like majority of it's up here anyway um that I'm still in the game there. I think that really motivated me to sort of now I'm like, I know that I can take this time off to rehab and stuff. And then if I can get it right for that four months, then Mm -hmm. I'll be back there again. So it's just, you know, backing yourself to believe that you're still there. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we'll, we'll all be behind you as well. Oh, thank you. Um, I'm going to let you go in a minute, but I have to ask you some quick fire questions that I ask yeah. everyone. Um, you've answered technically one of them already, and I'm probably going to guess that snatch isn't going to be your answer for the first question. <laughs> but what's your favourite lift? Lift? Oh, probably, mm-hmm. probably a jerk. Yeah. Uh, and I know you've kind of just mentioned this, but your favourite overall movement? Muscle ups, easily. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> Um, now you've won two of these benchmark wads, but in general, favourite benchmark wad? Oh, I do like Amanda. That is, yeah, probably one of my favourite ones. Um, I also, I do like those 20 minute ones, like Cindy, Mary, 
um, any gymnastics and bodyweight ones, I would say. Amazing. Helen, um, was, Helen was definitely not one of my favorites. It, it's, I think they definitely made it a lot more interesting. Yeah, muscle ups was so much better than pull ups. <laughs> yeah, more fun to watch as well. Um, and obviously you've been to the games on a team and you've like won, won a Palooza on a team. But if you could go to the games and build a dream team, any athletes around you, who would you have? Oh, definitely Elliot, obviously, you know, trigger yeah. through. Um, I've trained alongside Christoph. He would be, he'd be great to have with. And then, you know, Gabby or Laura, either one. Yeah. I mean, would bring back the teams of six and then there, yeah. you go. there we go. It would be perfect. We just need one more boy. It really would. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, Thank you so, so much for coming on and sharing your stories. It's been so great to chat. And uh, thanks yeah, for having best me. Best of luck for the next year. Thank you. Thank you.